First time, long time. 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 Hey there, sports fans. First time, long time. I'm Tommy Fitzgerald. He's Richie Barone. Richie, how are you? You know, not bad. I'm just sitting here counting down the days to spring training. How much longer till we get baseball? The world's going crazy. Uh, you know, I don't think I have to tell everybody. Things are just going a little wacky out there. And I think we need some baseball to lift everybody's spirits, especially from the New York Mets who, you know, they're all of a sudden, they're, they're a good team. They make the playoffs every year. I'm starting to feel good about these guys. Yeah, Richie, this last weekend's pretty much the worst weekend Pretty much of the entire year, you have no football, so I, I can't gamble on the Pro Bowl. I'm a degenerate, but I'm not that big of a degenerate. And it's not like in December where you could just drink yourself into a stupor because you, you convince yourself that Christmas and, and New Year's, you're like, well, I'm I'm in the sauce now. You know, I'm I'm in it. And then you get to January, and you're like, you're like, ah, I gotta I gotta go to work tomorrow. I it's cold. Uh, I can't. This sucks. Yeah, you know, it really was a weird one because, you know, you, you said you got the Pro Bowl on. And, I, you know, I'm not going to watch a bunch of, of uh, guys running around there playing two-hand touch football for a few hours in the uh, warm weather. Got no no uh, desire to go do that. But also, you got the NHL All-Star game. I don't know anybody playing except for Tavares because I watch, I watch some hockey. If the Islanders make the playoffs, I go to the, the – wherever they play now, Brooklyn. I don't go there. It's a little – I don't, I don't like Brooklyn. But I went to the Coliseum. I used to do the yes, yes, yes chant. It was a lot of fun. Um, but I don't know any of the other players. So if Tavares isn't on the ice, I get bored pretty quickly. And then the Knicks, I mean, I haven't watched the Knicks since Anthony Mason was on the team. You know, once they got that Starberry jerk, I, I was at the door. So real weird weekend for sports. Not much to do. But I did read today that uh, I got a, a pop-up. This is what they do. They send you these pop-ups on your phone. And the Bleacher Report told me that Jerry Blevins, the Mets, are desperate for a reunion with Jerry Blevins. Uh, I'm a big fan of Jerry. You like Jerry? Absolutely. I, I enjoy left-handed pitches that are tall and lanky and get out of the lefties. I, I, got, I got no beef with Jerry Blevins. Yeah, I mean, we got off to a, rough, a rocky start. He, you know, his first year with the Mets, he, like, fell off a curb and broke his arm or something, and uh, that sounded a little shady. It was, you know, sounded like maybe Jerry was hitting the jack. The, old Brian, I mean. the old Brian Greasy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, his, his second year on the team, he was phenomenal, um, and I'd love to see him back in Queens. And since I consider ourselves the official podcast of the New York Mets, I think we're going to speak on behalf of the Mets right now and offer some sweeteners to get Jerry back in Queens, in addition to however many million dollars uh, Sandy can convince Fred and Jeff to part with. So uh, let's get that started. You got any, uh, what are your offers for Jerry on behalf of the Mets? Well, I tell you what, kid, I looked up Jerry's from the great state of Ohio. And when I think of Ohio, I think Ohio State Buckeyes, Craig Krenzel specifically, that's a pretty deep cut. And the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. Great strip club scene in Cleveland, by the way. You wouldn't expect it, but not that I know. But let's let's take Jerry Blevins on the Wilpons flight. We'll fly him into some air, airport or air yard out there in, in Cleveland. A tour around the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with a wax statue 
a former Buckeye coach, Woody Hayes. What do you say? That sounds pretty good. Uh, retail price, uh, $45 or something like that. But, you know, I mean, we're, uh, we're trying to – we're on a budget here. So, Jerry, that's your first offer. However much money the Mets give you, let's just call it $4 million and a tour in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm going to offer you a, uh, an unlimited supply of protein powder. I see you're a skinny guy. I know you're tr- probably trying to beef up. You get in that team gym. You're looking over there at uh, Cespedes and Duda and you know all these all these beefaronis, and you, you're getting a little self-conscious. So you know what? We know Myoplex is expensive. I can't afford it myself. I usually just steal a few sample packs from the front desk at my gym uh, and use them as meal replacement when I've spent all my money on gambling and can't afford dinner. But if you sign with the team, all the Myoplex you want, it's on the house, Jerry. We're going to get you looking great for the beach. I love it, kid. You're offering a guy an incentive to make himself look better. Shout out to you. Yes, uh, it's, it's purely looks. I, I don't want to be responsible if you give up like a two-run dinger in the eighth, but you're going to look like a million bucks doing it. I love it, kid. I, I like the idea of another, another sweetener offering him an opportunity to close three different games over the season at Terry's choosing. Just just use the excuse that familiar pitch the night before. They bring in Jerry Blevins. You'll, you'll hear Gary Cohen. He'll be say, this is kind of a surprising move. Uh, and, you know, Keith, Keith will give something witty, and then Ron Darling will analyze his pitching mechanics and, you know, the whole, the whole routine that we, we know and love. But essentially, letting the guy close three different games and – Act like it's it's a normal thing when really it's in his contract. Little little underhand agreement. That's not a bad idea. Maybe we give him like a, a game against the Padres. Maybe a game against um, Twins. The Twins. In a league, if we if they have the inner league. In a league, if we get the inner league, uh, we'll play the Twins. And um, you know, for good measure, let's toss in the the Milwaukee Brewers. You can finish off. You could polish off the Brewers. Yeah. No problem. That's a good one. Three saves, Jerry. So right now, if you're keeping score at home, we've got a lifetime supply of Myoplex, a trip to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and three saves during the season, guaranteed, but Terry gets to pick, so God knows how that's going to go. My next one is uh, you can make the Josh Twins your interns. You need a coffee, you grab Edgin. You need some seeds, you grab Smoker. Plus, you can haze them, which you know really is what America's all about. But what you got to do is you got to keep it under wraps because I saw it now they got a rule that they can't have the rookies dressing up in uh, skirts anymore and all that stuff. So what you got to do is you got to haze them, but like, you know, do it in a, a broom closet or somewhere where there's no social media. But that's that's a promise from us. You get to do that. Have at it. You know what they say, kid? The first rule about the Mets clubhouse is you don't talk about the Mets clubhouse. That's right. It's like baseball fight club. Why don't that, you give us another uh, another one of these? I think we're really sweetening the pot here, so why don't you keep the ball rolling? Is that uh, that Fight Club? I thought that was uh, the Ace Ventura. I, I, I'm off track. I, I'm a Jim Carrey guy. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, a special promotion, one night of the season, giving out special Jerry Blevins Free Shirt Friday. A little Blevins Friday. You, you say Friday is for Jerry. And then put a, a an action shot of him on, and they'll be handing out the front the front gates, and a couple of six year olds are going to be sitting there and be like, "Hey, I like this Blevins guy. I, I don't know if I can wear this T shirt, but you know, th- that's why you do it. You sweeten the pot." Oh yeah, there's going to be a whole bunch of people 
a whole bunch of overweight kids that are wearing that shirt into the pool that summer. A lot of guys wear the T-shirt in the pool if they're a little embarrassed about their physique. It hides they're going to take that. Yeah, you're better. Gonna take, you're better off just going, going in as a as a form of large man. You know myself. You know. Yeah, but you had cojones of steel. These guys are going to take the Jerry Blevins T-shirt and just rock it in the pool. Going to be a ton of pictures. But you know what? You're, you're like a security blanket for those people at that point. So you gain some new fans that way. Um, and I think our final one here. I will say that if we can pull some strings for at least, I don't know, a week of the season, we will rename Mr. Met Jerry the Met. And that's never been done before. He's always been Mr. Met, never had a name change, never had anything change, except they finally let his wife out of hiding, Mrs. Met, so now she can run around the stadium. Um, Not a big fan. She's a little bit annoying, but that's another podcast. Uh, so yeah, we will, we will rename Mr. Met, Jerry, the Met, if you come back. So in closing, that is renaming Mr. Met, making both lefties in the bullpen named Joshua interns, unlimited supply of myoplex protein powder, um, a rock and roll hall of fame tour and a free shirt Friday for chunky kids to wear in the pool later. So, I mean, plus whatever money they're going to give you. If you don't sign with the Mets after what we just put on the table for you, you're out of your mind. Ball's in your court, Jerry. I agree. I mean, I think we would be great negotiators. I tell you what, if our boy Sandy Alderson needs someone to sit at the table and negotiate, we're we're the guy. We're the guys. Yeah, Sandy, hit us up on the Twitter at MetsFTLT, and we'll we'll start negotiating. We're pretty good at this. We just came up with the stuff on the fly real quick. You know, just just talking like friends over a few uh, a few pops. So no worries. And I'm great with dogs too. So I can hang out with the golden retriever that that hangs out in the office while while you do big big boy things. That's right. Tommy will Tommy will pet the golden retriever's belly. You figure out the Jerry contract. Uh, and then, now we move on to uh, our next segment. So the other day, uh, everybody knows there's a lot going on in America. With immigration, uh, we're not political here. We don't really get into that stuff. Um, you know, last time we talked politics, there was a big rumble at a softball game, so we just stay away from it altogether. Whatever. But former closer Billy Wagner went on Twitter and started going nuts. Uh, he's going for career save number four thirty-three because this guy is trying to save Christianity. Apparently, he thinks that Donald Trump is kick, trying to kick people out of the country because they're, they're coming here and trying to take God out of the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, that's a real thing. So I'm just going to read these tweets. Uh, they were very confusing. You tell me if you can figure them out. Here we go. Billy Wagner. Christianity. Do we let strangers take our kids to the movies? Do we invite strangers into our house for coffee? This isn't what we were built on, but America has changed. This isn't what anyone wants because we are all immigrants. The difference is we were looking for new beginnings. Just a quick side note. uh, Jesus got a new beginning. It's called Easter, Billy. So you look like a little bit of a hypocrite with that one. Uh, Today, it's a fight for whose religious ideals are right. There isn't a right way to protect your way of life. 
check out Africa and see how Christianity is being wiped out. Why doesn't anyone complain about that? Maybe because you can't see it. It has arrived in America. No prayer in schools, fighting to take God out of the pledge. It's here. It's time for Christians to stand. Well, I got to tell you, if he had this kind of fight in the 2006 NLCS, we'd probably have a ring right now. Yeah, I tell you, Richie, every time I see these things happening, especially now, I hate to be the guy that says, you know, stick to sports and vice versa, you know, because people, people have an opportunity to do whatever they want to do and, and, and say whatever they want to say. But I'm not listening to, uh, to Rush Limbaugh for his opinions on the New York Jets, and I'm not listening to our boy Mike Francesa talk about the mystery of faith. If you catch my drift, uh, I tell you what. So, uh, I mean, Billy grew up in the woods. I think he, he still packs lips like a man shipping off to sea, and I, I think we have to acknowledge that, you know, this guy's from a different background, and you put people on the Twitter, and you, you give everybody a voice, and, you know, I, I never liked Chipper Jones, but then once Chipper Jones started tweeting, I was like, you know, this guy's a doofus, you know, and, and you kind of you kind of open up the curtain. So, uh, you know, when it comes to politics, I, I generally stay out of it for the most part, uh, except that one time when, when George Pataki came and, and met the softball team back in the day. I really enjoyed that. Shout out to you, George Pataki. I, I don't really care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. You threw us batting practice. You took some pictures. I really appreciate you. Uh, so that's, that's me. Uh, but I think we can acknowledge that Billy's a different cat and, uh, you know, that's where I stand. Really weird. I just wonder if like on every three, two pitch when he really, you know, it was late in the game and he had to rear back and really get one. If he thought about kids, uh, being forced to stop saying God in the pledge. And then he just fired a 99 right across the heart of the plate there. And he was like, you know what? You take that. All right. I There's bet one Daniel, God here. I bet him and Daniel Murphy would get along. They, they, they probably would. They probably would. Although, uh, Dan seems like a, a fun type of guy. He seems like a bit of a fun-loving guy. I don't know if he would, uh, if he would dig his heels in like this on the, uh, the Twitter here. Plus, it's a little bit, it's a little bit off base. I mean, like, you know, uh, sure, I'm sure that there's, you know, religious elements to all this stuff. Again, I don't read. I don't care. I don't know anything about any of this. But, but, uh, from what I've uh, from what I've heard at like barbecues on Long Island, people are always complaining about uh, stuff that has nothing to do with with taking God out of the pledge. So way to make it about yourself, Billy. Uh, I think you're a little off base here. CNN is not you know they're not worried about taking God out of the pledge right now. Um, but like you said, Billy Wagner, bit of a different guy. Uh, pretty glad he's. Not on the Mets anymore because this would be a wreck. We would not we would not deal with this well. And you know now we know what Billy's all about. He loves three things: chew, alpacas, and having God in the pledge. That's it. Yeah. No Outside of that, no, no offense to Billy Wagner, but uh, I'd rather clean the my above ground pool with my shirt off in the middle of November before I have to close it because I waited too long. Didn't listen to Billy Wagner talk about politics. I mean. You know, and religion. No offense, Billy. Like, I mean, you're right. And since you said no offense, uh, he should not be offended, I don't think. And I think that's a perfect way to close it out because, you know, the image of you cleaning your above-ground pool because it got too late, that's, uh, you know, that's all we need. We know that that would be far better than listening to Billy preach to us about politics. Uh, and now to lighten things up, since we've just taken you guys to the Fox News spin zone, 
we're going to take it back over here. We're going to make a U-turn and go back to Funville. Population Tommy and Richie. Yoannis Cespedes said that he's going to show up to spring training again in some wacky cars. Okay? I don't think this surprises anybody, but he announced it on Instagram. I don't really know what other cars he can show up in. Because last year was like just a, a smorgasbord of cars. I mean, you know, the, the meathead inside of me was freaking out. I'm sitting over here saving up for a spoiler, and this guy's this guy's showing up with uh, with with cars that you know that, that's like 18 years of paychecks. The the cars he's showing up with uh, for for me at least. It's for him. It's like you know he's got that money in his pocket. So what I figured we do is list some cars that we hope Cespedes shows up to spring training with this year. You know, just to give people just to get the creative juices flowing. See what people think. Uh, Tommy, start us off. I tell you what, kid, I'd love to see him roll up to spring training in a car shaped like a giant cheeseburger with Guy Fieri riding shotgun. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Welcome to Flavortown here in Port St. Lucie. Welcome to Flavortown, population Guy Fieri and Joannis Cespedes. And then what they'll do is um, they'll start like – Maybe Guy Fieri will have his own concession stand at City Field. Yeah, like the the Josh Capon with his uh, the pressed burgers. Why would you get a pressed burger? Right. No offense. And, to yeah, yeah. No, don't worry about it, Josh. <laughs> and then we'll have uh, and then Fieri will cook up the Cess burger. Is that a good one? Yeah, Cess burger. It'd have about uh, you know three patties, uh, two pounds of cheddar cheese. Mayonnaise. And half a pound of chewing tobacco, <laughs> yeah. just smashed it into a into a patty, and then you put it on a bun, um, you know one, and you get little toothpicks, one Cuban flag, one American flag. We promote you know inclusion and freedom and all that, and we give it out the Cesspurger. Name a more That's... iconic duo than Uanis Cespedes and Guy Fieri. I'll wait. And and the whole thing, <laughs> and the whole thing is that the key to the Cesspurger is that uh, it's got to taste like the bottom of a dumpster. Because Guy Fieri's food, while while critically acclaimed, uh, oft actually not really. No, Guy Fieri just really. goes around. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Guy Fieri just goes around and tastes critically acclaimed food. His own food, uh, little known secret, trash. So. His, uh, his stand going to sell a lot of burgers, a lot of cesspurgers, going to charge people a lot of money and uh, a lot of unhappy customers. So get get ready for that, City Field, 2017 uh, at the earliest, 18 more likely. Um, that was a great one. That was I can't even believe that start we just got <laughs> off to with the, the Cespedes cars. Uh, I thought we could do one where his car has his face on the front. And an exhaust pipe on the front, so it always looks like he's smoking a cig. Yeah, I mean, he's got to be comfortable. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's when he gets off the field. Let's you know, let's have everyone grow up. Let's everyone become adults. The guy smokes cigs, like you know, you change your underwear. So just just accept it, and let's you know, let's make it into a, a cool car design. I love it, kid. I love it. Building off that, I'd love to see him roll up in. That huge uh, truck with all the villains from Mad Max, the most recent Mad Max movie, blowing exhaust pipes. You got the, got the guy playing the guitar that's blowing flames out of it. Uh, you know, really making an impression. They'd probably get arrested. 
maybe a little too much on this one. Maybe a little, maybe a little too much. Got to really spend your disbelief for this one. But that's what I was thinking. That's a good one. I, mean, I don't think we're suspending disbelief at all. The guy showed up last year in a horse. Okay, let's not, <laughs> let's not put anything out of the uh, question. Uh, I think another one that would be good is if he rented out Gravedigger, the uh, the old the old monster truck, and just ran over all the rookies' cars. Just <laughs> just ran over. Just there's just a whole line of Kia Fortes that just get the tires smashed off, and the, the doors are flying, and everything's all over the place. And then all the rookies as a hazing ritual, they all have to walk to the team dinner at the Outback. That's at least a mile and a half. Oh man, just uh, just listening to you say that, I. I feel like Mike Lupica is getting angry. He hasn't, he hasn't even happened. He's just getting angry about it already. Shit. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll save him some time. That's going to happen. <laughs> I like it, kid. Uh, how about this one? The guy loves the golf. A golf cart that costs $400,000 with gold-plated wheels. So he just kind of shows up. He's like, I play baseball, but I'd rather be golfing. He is the ultimate example it's kind of like in Hard Knocks when the guys drive around in golf carts, except it's $400,000. Oh, my God. I love that. The only thing that would make that better is if it had speakers in it, and he rolled up playing the Daddy Yankee remix to Bad and Bougie, which doesn't exist yet, but it will. And when it does, he's going to roll up there, and it's going to cause a real scene. Let me tell you something. Every white beat reporter over 50, there's just going to be poop rolling down their legs, just poop <laughs> everywhere. They're not going to know what to do. They're not going to know if, whether they should write a story about how they hate rap music, how they hate golf, how they uh, how they hate Joanna Cespedes, because you know we'll we'll figure out a reason to uh, to hate that guy. Last year, I heard people saying he was fat. I mean, you know, if if everyone got criticized every time they put on a little little vacation weight, <laughs> I'd be uh, I'd be in prison. So <laughs> can't wait for that to happen. Uh, my next car for. Uh, Yoannis to show up in is a wagon, just a wagon with leather straps attached to a harness on a uh, on Tim Tebow, who will pull who, who will pull Yoannis on roller skates to Tradition Field. Okay, that's that's what I'm doing. They have the same agent, so it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, and, and Tebow, you know, he is a member of the Mets now. He does live in Florida, and I think people don't give roller skates the respect it deserves. It's a fine mode of transportation. And you could see Tim Tebow in a pair of old school roller skates skating around like a like a big doofus. If someone was gonna give quad roller skates one more chance, it'd be Tim Tebow. And there'd be a negative five hundred percent chance that he'd be wearing a shirt while doing it. <laughs> so with that said, I think we're gonna have Yoannis smoking Marlboros in a wagon. Tim, just gliding, gliding right down the highway uh, in rollerblades, roller skates rather. Roller, rollerblades are out of the question. Quad roller skates to Tradition Field. I love it, kid. And, and for my last one here, in a twist of irony, everyone talking about what, including us in this segment, talking about what kind of expensive car he's going to show up in. The ultimate troll move. Yuenis Cespedes shows up in a 2004 Buick LeSabre with about 140,000 miles on it. And he looks at the press and he says, you know what, I've matured, I've got some things to learn. And then he pushes it off a bridge, collects the insurance money, and then laughs at everybody. 
That's right. But before he does that, he opens a door and shows everybody that it has cloth seats and those roll-up windows. They don't even have elect- uh, you know, electric windows. So he's really showing them. I, he's like, yeah, I got, a, I got a cigarette lighter, some cloth seats, some roll-up windows here. And uh, this is what I'm doing. You guys, you guys wanted to get you, your panties in a twist over my cars? Well, here you go. And then, like you said, rolls it off the, the nearest cliff in Port St. Lucie. Um, of which there are many, and and then he collects the insurance money. I love it, kid. So that was it. I mean, that was our that, that's our comprehensive list of Joanna uh, Cespedes' cars. I mean, we could go on for hours and hours, really, but we tried to keep it down to you know five or six, just uh, for the sake of time. We know you guys are probably listening to this in your commute, so we're very mindful of that because you know we're. Uh, we're like scientists in that way. We make sure that you get in, you get out, right before you go to work. Uh, and on that note, I think we're done, right, Tommy? Yeah, I got nothing else. Uh, shout out to Guy Fieri. Shout out to Guy Fieri. Nothing's going on. Um, thank, thank you, Billy Wagner, I guess, for going ballistic on Twitter. Because otherwise, <laughs> all we would have had to talk about is, is stuff we're going to give Jerry Blevins and the Cespedes cause. So shout out to Billy Wagner coming in in a pinch for us. But uh, we will see you guys next week. Hopefully by then Jerry has accepted one of our offers and uh, signed with the Mets. And come the middle of February, we'll actually be able to talk about the real cause that Cespedes is driving a camp. That'll be very exciting. But in the meantime, have a good one. And let's go Mets. Yeah, hey fellas, this is Chris from New Hyde Park. First time, long time. Hi, this is Bob from Greenpoint. First time, long time here. Hey guys, this is Audie Bevilacqua from Hot Park. First time, long time.